Tired of political correctness? Sick of cancel culture? Got something to say? Just say it. Just say it. A pro-America anti-censorship podcast hosted by Jesse Michael Elliott. Happy, happy Tuesday. It's your Tuesday and I guess you can cry if you want to, but... That's only if you're a liberal. <laughs> then life's rough for you every single day, not just Tuesday. So how is everyone doing today? I hope you enjoyed Monday's episode. If you did not see it, it is there for you to find it. So go find it. Hope uh, everyone's week is going well. Tomorrow's hump day. So almost through the week already. I cannot believe it is September. I can't believe it. 2020. It feels like one giant blur. And as we saw with uh, an LAX, uh, a pilot said there's something, something on the wing. They reported seeing a guy with a jetpack. Now, I didn't see if he was in the sky, if he was on the ground, if he was on the wing, like Twilight Zone, who knows, but very bizarre. And that might not be the most shocking thing of 2020 because that's how fun 2020 has been but today is september 1st and we all know that means joe rogan's podcast moved over to spotify so it's already taking some heat wonder why so episode 37 is titled joe rogan goes rogue did Rogan go rogue on the American people or did he get hoodwinked? Instead of looking at this face, let's talk about it. So here we go. Episode 37 is featuring, I think almost everyone has heard of Joe Rogan. Listen to his podcast. Uh, I love his UFC commentary. I watch his show when I like his some of his guests. I don't watch it. I don't listen to it rel- religiously. I probably... I probably listen to trying to put a number on maybe 50 of his shows about 50 of his shows I've listened to um so let's talk about this Fox News article so here we go our lead story did Joe Rogan go rogue Fox News Joe Rogan's podcast debuts on Spotify with controversial episodes missing Episodes featuring Alex Jones, Tommy Chong, and more are not available to stream. So let's get into it, and then I'll give my opinion on this. So Joe Rogan's podcast has made its Spotify debut, mostly. The comedian serves as the host of the Joe Rogan Experience, which became available to Spotify subscribers on Tuesday. Sands a handful of episodes featuring controversial guests. Among the episodes cut were conversations featuring Alex Jones, David Seaman, Owen Benjamin, Stefan Molinex, Milo Manop. I can't even pronounce that guy's name, the Republican speaker that was banned from uh, college campuses, Gavin, uh, Charles C. Johnson, Sargent Akkad, according to Entertainment Weekly. Also missing... From the catalog are episodes with appearances from Hollywood figures such as disgraced comedian Chris Delilah, 
Joey Diaz, who was accused of making sexually inappropriate jokes on the show, and Tommy John. Representatives for Rogan and Spotify did not immediately respond to Fox News' request for comment. When it was announced that the podcast would hit the stream earlier this year, Rogan, who's 53, promised that the entire library of his content will be available on Spotify. Blogger Mikala Peterson, the daughter of the controversial professor of public speech, Speaker Jordan Peterson also confirmed that the episode in which she appeared is not available on Spotify on a tweet on Tuesday. So here's a quote. Okay, getting demonetized from YouTube is one thing. At least they didn't shut down my channel. However, this is completely different, she said. Spotify is not uploading select Joe Rogan episodes, including my episode. I did not see that episode. The internet personality called the move absolutely ridiculous in a follow-up tweet and later said she wasn't sure whether her episode being removed was an actor of censorship a mistake or a choice made by rogan himself ew reports that spotify spent over 100 million on the deal to secure the podcast and while all the episodes are available on other streaming platforms the comedian show will move toward exclusivity on spotify as the year goes on so right now um they're Basically just trying to transition people over to Spotify before the year ends. That's basically what it is. They want, but Joe Rogan also said that he's going to leave the, like the 15 minute, the five to 15 minute hot takes on YouTube. So the, the clips of the Joe Rogan experience will still remain on YouTube. So here's a quote. They want me to just continue doing it the way I'm doing it right now. Rogan previously said of the move to Spotify. It's a licensing deal, so Spotify won't have any creative control over the show. It will be the exact same show. We're going to, going to be working with the same crew during the exact same show. Now, that's what he said. Okay. And they're taking, uh, Joe Rogan's t- taking a lot of heat on Reddit. And Alex Jones actually released a statement today, I guess, in response to all the heat saying in defense of the video that was taken down saying that nothing's going to change joe rogan and they're not being censored but when he said that when he said something during the interview his voice like peaked okay so it's obvious that something isn't right here so let's discuss what it could be first the obvious thing is he could be losing control over a show because when you sign a deal there's must be things in the contract or maybe there isn't, but there could be stipulations in the contract. So unless someone has a copy of the contract, we don't know. But there could be stipulations that say certain episodes will not go there or he can't say or do certain things on the show. I would, I don't know if there's rules about the show in that contract, but being that it's such for a large sum, there has to be some type of stipulation in the contract. It might not be reg- re- regarding a what, what or not. He can say on the show. But remember, Spotify changed their icon from green to black for Black Lives Matter. So there's a little tidbit there. And also, the second thing that this could be. So number one, there could be a stipulation in the contract. Or there may not. Number two, what this could be. This could just be intentional. Because with all the stuff going on with COVID and everything else, this could be a marketing ploy. 
It could be a marketing ploy. Maybe they intentionally left out some episodes that way. They generate Joe Rogan's name in Google Trends or in Google. Make it a hot topic. That way everyone, oh yeah, today's September 1st. Joe Rogan moved. I remember now. This could be a marketing ploy. That could be what it is. So most likely, it's a marketing ploy. There's a stipulation in the contract. Or they simply forgot. And being that the majority of the episodes are controversial ones, I, I would rule out the it was an error, they simply forgot, or they're missing files. Okay, So I think it's one of the two. And it could just be a marketing ploy. So we will find out in the long run. Maybe we will put the pieces together in the long run when we have more information. But it could very well just be a marketing ploy because I guess it worked. We're talking about it. And we normally wouldn't talk about Joe Rogan on the show. Um, it's all over Google. So might have been a marketing ploy. So let's get into the next article we actually have an update here on kyle rittenhouse the boy who defended himself in kenosha with the gun against the two antifa slash black Lives matter kids that were running ahead with a skateboard and a pistol so here's an article from gateway pundit i just want to thank every single one of you for the support kyle rittenhouse speaks from county jail there's a video so the 17-year-old boy, Kyle Rittenhouse, thanked everyone for the outpouring support on Tuesday while he was on a phone with his lawyer. So I don't want to read it. I want to play it. So here we go. This is from John Pierce. I'm assuming that's his lawyer. Kyle Rittenhouse speaks. This must be the tweet heard around the world. Retweet and donate to Fight Back Foundation right now. So let's play this minute tweet. Let's hit it. Guys, what do you want to say to the foundation and all the people that have supported our efforts to free Kyle? We have John Pierce, lead attorney for Kyle Rittenhouse, and we have Kyle Rittenhouse, uh, direct from County Jail. Guys, what would you like to say to the fans? I just want to thank every single one of you from the bottom of my heart for the underlining support. Um, it's just amazing. I want to thank all of you for the mail I've been receiving. It's been really helpful. I just want to let you all know that I'm going to be out of here soon, and and I want to say that this is 100% uh, self-defense. If this is not self-defense for Kyle Rittenhouse under these circumstances, then no one can protect themselves, no one can protect their family, and no one can protect their country. This is a watershed moment in American history. A very bright line has been crossed. The right to self-defense is a God-given right and we are not going to allow a prosecutor in Kenosha, Wisconsin, to take it away from Kyle Rittenhouse. Thank you so much for all the support. So amen there. Good for him. It was nice. Uh, smart move. It was nice for the hero from Kyle. Here he's okay. Um, so that was the lawyer, actually, the, the adult talking on the camera. You heard from Kyle himself. But my thought on this, it's actually, whether, whether they're going to prosecute him or not, it doesn't matter. He'll... Trump will pardon him after the if, if unless he do, he might do it sooner, but after the election, there's no way this kid's going to be in jail. So Trump's either going to pardon him sooner or after the election. Either way, Trump's not going to let this kid sit in jail. But I do think right now it's actually better for him to if he's in a jail where he's protected, because you know what would happen if they let him out of jail. These sickos are going to try and hunt him down. They're going to make a sport out of it. So right now, I actually do think the best thing for him is to be 
in a safe spot if he's actually in a safe area with uh police and he's in his own cell and he's not mixed in with uh he's not at a facility with super with uh bad criminals so i actually think that's better off for him right now because you know what they're going to do they're going to give out his address if they haven't doxed him already and they're going to try and hunt him down okay so i think this is actually better for kyle and good to hear from him. hope he's doing well uh 100% self-defense i mean come on now nothing else to say about that so good for kyle good for his lawyer he will definitely be free it's just a matter of when not if so let's get into another fox article here we always talk about rules for thee not for me and the hypocrisy and the irony of all these politicians chris Cuomo. you got chris cuomo who said he had uh, the virus and then he was out got caught out in public yelling off that telling off that biker you had de blasio walking in the streets of new york city um, when he said people should stay inside. You, we just saw a uh, picture floating around uh, Andrew Cuomo without a mask on in New York City walking his dog. I mean, and now what do we have? The One of the biggest frauds, one of the most disgusting people in politics, Nancy Pelosi. So let's get into this Fox article. Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi used a shuttered san francisco hair salon for a blowout owner calls it a slap in the face we've been shut down for so long the owner says so let's get into this exclusive house speaker nancy pelosi visited a san francisco hair salon on monday afternoon for a wash and a blowout despite local ordinances keeping salons closed amid the covid19 pandemic just like what did they do in new york city they just had the uh vmas and they lifted the restrictions for them. Oh, you don't have to quarantine after coming to New York. Not you. Not you rich singers who do nothing but sell sick sex to the public and get on there and grandstand and uh, support that rapist, Jacob, Jacob Blake. No rules for them. Oh, the Black Lives Matter march in Washington, D.C. Oh, they, they squashed the, uh, the social distancing, the quarantine rules for them. But no, not for the average American, not for the person that wants to pray and just go about their day, work and be left alone. No, 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 no rules for these people in power. So security footage obtained by Fox News in time stamped Monday, three o'clock in the afternoon. The California powerhouse Nancy Pelosi is seen walking through the salon in San, Fran San Francisco with wet hair and without a mask over her mouth or nose. Shocker. The stylist doing her hair can be seen following her wearing a black face mask. Salons in San Francisco had been closed since March and were only notified they could reopen on September 1st for outdoor hairstyle services only. So this is a quote from the salon owner. I'm sharing this because of what everyone in my industry and my city is going through right now. Salon owner Erica Kayas in a phone interview with Fox News on Tuesday, shared details of Pelosi's visit. Pios explained she has independent stylists working for her who rent chairs in her salon. One of the stylists who rents a chair from me contacted me Sunday night, she said. A screen grab of the text message she received from one of her hairstylists and obtained by Fox News said, 
I'll be there at 2.45 tomorrow. Pelosi, Pel and a Pelosi insistent messaged me to do her hair. I was like, are you kidding me right now? Do I let this happen? What do I do? I was told Fox News. While noting that she can't control what her stylists do if they rent chairs from her, as they're not paying at this time. Kaios cast Pelosi's visit as a double standard. Of course it is. It was a slap in the face that she went in, you know, that she feels like she can just go and get her stuff done while no one else can go in and can't work. Kaios told Fox News, adding she can't believe the speaker didn't have a mask on. We're supposed to look up to this woman, right? Well, I mean, if, <laughs> if you're looking up to Nancy Pelosi, you're obviously doing something extremely wrong with your life. Your life is on the brink if you're looking up to Nancy Pelosi. It's just disturbing, she says. As for comment, Pelosi spokeswoman Drew Hamill maintained that the speaker was following rules as presented to her. See? Oh, oh what? As presented to her. Oh, well, I didn't know any better, right? This is where this is going. They were open. Oh, I assumed they were following the laws. This, passing the buck. So here's another quote. The speaker always wears a mask and complies with local COVID requirements. This business offered for the speaker to come in on Monday and told her they were allowed by the city to have one customer at a time in the business. The speaker complied with the rules as presented to her by this establishment. See, without even reading that, I knew what she was going to do. She was going to put the onus on them. But Nancy Pelosi should know better. Ignorance of the law does not mean if you break the law, it's okay. You're supposed to know the law, Pelosi. But it's really not surprising being that you sit in your house behind your walls and your city is a crap hole. You have poop maps. You have people doing drugs and crapping on the floor in front of people outside in broad daylight. And you have some of the highest car break-ins in the United States, if not the highest. Your city's a public embarrassment. There's nothing else to say. This woman needs to get out of politics. Term limits. But the owner pushed back against this. Kyle said that Pelosi received a wash and blow dry, but told Fox News you're not supposed to blow dry hair according to COVID-19 safety precautions, right? Because it would put the it would spread the particles that she when she's breathing all over the place. Right? But you can eat outside and if it's windy, isn't that blowing particles? What's the difference? See, this is the hypocrisy in all these rules. Oh, you can't use a blow dryer that would blow when you breathe your particles onto somebody, but you can go outside and eat outside when it's windy. They just make up things. It's just to control you. It's stupidity. So we've been shut down for such a so for so long now. Not just me, but most small businesses. And I can't. It's just a feeling. A feeling of being deflated, helpless, and honestly beaten down. Yep. Everybody feels it. Everyone's feeling it. This is a joke. It's a sham, folks. It's a sham. She added, the fact that they did this and she came in, it's like a slap in the face. Kaios told Fox News that she had expected to be able to open her salon in July and prepare her space in accordance to the local guidelines. There were rules and regulation in place. <coughs> but 
they didn't allow her to open. They never let us open, she said. And while adding that she's unable to reopen outside because her salon spe specializes in hair color and using chemicals outside is prohibited. So, that's enough of this. It's, 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 it's not shocking. It's just, it's a double standard and all of them are doing it and it's, um, it's pathetic. So rules for thee, not for me. So let's get into this. Lighten the mood a little bit. Lighten the mood a little bit on this beautiful Tuesday night in the state of New Jersey. So here's an article from Zero Hedge. Flamethrower packing Antifa entered a fetal position and began crying after unsuccessful escape from the cops. Isn't that a beautiful sight? God bless America, land that I love. <laughs> a 23-year-old Wisconsin man carrying a flamethrower, smoke grenades, and fireworks during a Saturday night demonstration in Green Bay dropped into the fetal position and began crying after he was chased down by police. Oh, I saw this video. Matthew Banta of Wisconsin, who is known to be a violent Antifa member who incites violence in otherwise relatively peaceful peaceful protest was uh, okay that's a joke was one of the four individuals walking towards a protest with baseball bats green bay police say they were called for a whole bunch of white people with sticks baseball bats and helmets headed towards the police a responding officer says he saw four individuals walking towards a protest with baseball bats one man was wearing a metal helmet with goggles and military style here with multiple pouches and was carrying an Antifa flag. When the officer pulled his squad car in front of the group, they ran away. Such for big, bad, tough guys, huh? The officer caught Banta, who was carrying the flag, and says Banta dropped into the fetal position and began crying. Don't worry, they'll be crying again on November 3rd. I can't wait. He accused the officer of lying on him. The officer replied, nobody was on him. Aw, he laid on you. But what happened with your big, bad flamethrower? What a joke. So, at, so here's a tweet from Andy Nigo. As suspected, Matthew Banta is a hardcore Antifa militant. He goes by the online monkeer, the Commander Red. Extremely disturbing that he goes to Antifa protests armed with a loaded rifle. Wow. He appears to be friends with violent Portland Antifa suspect Alex Dial, a.k.a. Beta Cuck for Life. You can't stop the revolution, he says. But <laughs> when the cops surround him, he gets on his knees where he belongs. Oh, poor baby. Poor baby out past his bedtime. As Trump says in his rallies, go back to mama. Go back to mama. Dana claims he wasn't planning on inciting a riot with his flamethrower, smoke grenades, and fire. The th <laughs> this is like any argument you have with a liberal person. Oh, I wasn't planning on doing anything wrong. Ma'am, sir, you have a flamethrower, smoke grenades, and fireworks. What are you trying to say? I, I didn't use them, did I? <laughs> this is the conversation you have with these sickos. So three other individuals Banta was caught with was trying to break into a house. That's nice. When officers apprehended them, they dropped what they were carrying and one of them telling police that they were simply bringing the items for self-defense. Funny, there's a tweet saying you cannot stop the revolution. But these items are for self-defense. <laughs> of course they are. Last month, Banta was charged in 
Paca County with a second degree recklessly endangering safety and four others were charged with pointing a loaded gun at a police officer and biting and kicking another. Oh, but they're peaceful and it's for self-defense. Right. So here he is, a picture of him with his face on the ground and a cop's hand around his neck. Isn't that a beautiful sign? It's a beautiful sign. Good for him. Good for him. Got what he had coming from. Looks like another winner. Got what he had coming for him. Wake up to reality, buddy. Wake up. You're lucky it's the police that stop you. Because if the Patriots stop you, they're not going to be so uh, gentle, buddy. So, had to throw in a little uh, little humor there and lighten the load. So, we got three more left on this Tuesday. So, here we go. Another Gateway Pundit. Gateway Pundit is hitting it out of the park. I use, like, what do we got? One, two. I use... Like seven different, at least seven different news sources. It's hard to find good news. The problem is now, it's like YouTube and uh, podcasting and everything else, social media. It's so oversaturated, it's hard to find the good content. And just like with this show, we started out, you know, late in the social media, uh, YouTube podcast game. It's so hard to find the show because there's so many people with large bank accounts flooding the market. So it's hard to get noticed and to... Get a following. But here we go. Gateway Pundit warning. Democratic data firm says Trump landslide likely on election day, but will be flipped to Biden by mail-in votes emerging a week at the election. No kidding. So I'm going to read this article and I'm going to tell you what I think they're going to try and do. So let's hit it. A top Democrat. Top. Democrat data and analytics firm founded by Michael Bloomberg claimed it is highly likely President Trump will win by a landslide on election night, but will ultimately lose in the following days after mail-in ballots continue to be counted. Hawkfish CEO Josh Mendelson called the Democrat mail-in voting fraud operation deployed to steal the election post-election day a red mirage in his interview with Axios on HBO. We are sounding an alarm and saying this is a very real possibility that the data is going to show on election night that Donald Trump had an incredible victory. When every legitimate vote is tallied and we get to that final day, which will be someday after the election, it will in fact show what happened on election night was exactly that, a mirage. It looked like Donald Trump was in the lead and he fundamentally was not when every ballot gets counted. A Democrat operative who worked covertly in a massive voter fraud operation blew the whistle to New York Post reporter John Levine and revealed how Democrats will steal the 2020 election with their mail-in vote scheme. The insider revealed how Democrats rig elections by paying homeless voters, taking advantage of elderly in nursing homes, fraudulently posing as registered voters, printing up phony ballots and actually removing real ballots from envelopes and replacing them with counterfeit ballots. The Democrat media complex is keeping COVID in the news cycle so they can push for mail-in ballots instead of voting in person. No kidding. If you can riot, loot, burn, and murder in person, you can vote. It's just a joke. It's more corruption. And the, facts that, the fact that the Democrats are pushing it just lets you know it's corruption. I mean, come on. You can do all this other stuff. You can go vote. Give me a break. Give me a break. Hillary Clinton said Joe Biden should not concede under any circumstances. Remember, we brought this up. 
It's obvious that the Democrats are going to trial and file lawsuits after the election if Trump wins in an effort to stall for weeks and possibly until Inauguration Day in an effort to prevent President Trump from remaining in office. 100%. So here's what I think they're going to do. Okay, and this is a multiple-pronged approach. Number one, I think on election night, they're going to try and suppress the vote by putting out these rioters. These Black Lives Matter and Tifa people in swing states where the vote where the vote might actually be close to stop people from getting to the polls. They're going to try and block them. Okay, that's number one. Number two, I think they're going to use mail-in ballot fraud. It's not what I think. They definitely will. We have videos of mailmen throwing out uh, mail. You know the post office can't be trusted with something they've never done on such a massive scale. And do you really trust the Democrats not to go into mail bins and everything else to throw out the, these ballots? And as you see in some states, on the on the mail, the piece of mail itself, there's a red dot or a blue dot. You can see who it's for. This is highly dangerous. Do not mail in your vote unless you have to. So with all that being said, what they could do is say, oh, we didn't collect all the ballots. Oh, more ballots are still coming in and they could be faking the ballots. What they also can do on an election night, they can see all the data. So say it's a close race. So what they could do is if one state, even though Trump won the state, they'll go to that state if it has a lot of electoral votes. So say uh, Colorado or whatever is up for grabs, but it, they said Trump won, but he only won by 5% or something. They can try and make up fake votes via mail and try and say they came in late and just drop them off someplace. You don't think they're going to do that? And even if they don't do that, what are they going to do? They're going to say, Trump suppressed the vote. Trump didn't allow UPS. And even if they do lose, and even if they don't mail in fake ballots, they're going to try and say his presidency, once again, isn't legitimate. And they're going to try to overthrow him. And they're going to use that and say, see, Trump doesn't want to stump da step down when they know he lost. See, we're going to have to take him out via force. This is all. That's what they're going to do. It's, it's pathetic. It's in plain sight. So they're going to harass people at voting booths with these rioters. They're going to try mail-in ballot fraud. And if that doesn't work, they're going to say Trump's not accepting the election. They're going to hit him with lawyers and with UPS, all the, all the USPS, all the votes aren't in yet. And they're going to try and say he's not stepping down. He needs to be taken out via military action. It's just, you know, they're going to try. The problem for them is, the problem for them is, if this was Hillary Clinton, they might have been able to do it because some of the swing states were that close. But with Joe Biden, he's such a bad candidate. This could be a bigger landslide than last time. Last time, what did Trump get? Like 301 electoral? I think he's going to get 330. So the, this scheme is not going to work. It's not going to work. It's not going to be close enough for it to work. It's not. But they're going to try it anyway because why? That's what they do. And if you think they're not going to try it, Remember what they did to Kavanaugh. Remember what they do to Trump every single day. They try to cheat at every single thing they do. Okay? Don't be shocked. You know what's coming. You know what's coming. Be ready for it. And what I suggested on Twitter, and I have no problem doing it, although I don't know if New Jersey's actually going to allow us to vote in person, but if they do, I would have no problem voting super early in the morning and just waiting outside in case rioters show up trying to suppress the vote, I have no problem protecting the other voters. So I would strongly consider doing that if I were you. 
Because if they want to start trying to suppress votes, I mean, they got another thing coming. So get ready for that on November 3rd. So let's get into this and I don't know how I'm going to make it through the rest of my day after reading this. <laughs> Breitbart article, NBA playoff ratings crash by 23%. Lowest watched in five years. I wonder why. Huh? I wonder why. The Joker, I wonder what, ha what happened. So despite near, near daily efforts to show America how woke they are, or because of it, the NBA's playoff ratings are still tanking. Weekday afternoon games have certainly hurt, but the first weekend of the NBA playoffs was no ratings bonanza either. Viewership on ABC is down 23%, and the numbers are down 20% overall compared to last year's playoffs. The Lakers win ranks as NBA's least watched playoff opener in five years. With the caveat that this year marked the first time since 2004 that the game did not air on opening day of the postseason. The league has tried to blame the COVID-19 COVID and its effects. However, Sports Business Daily recently noted that the ratings for last season were also bad, as the 2018 season lost 12% viewership. That, of course, was pre-pandemic. Other ratings reckoning also finds the NBA has lost viewers, for instance, noted that the league lost 28% of the important 18 to 49 age bracket. Well, that's enough of this article, but are you upset by this? I'm thrilled by this. You know what? You sh No one cares. And I hope this pandemic proves that what really matters in your life and to not look up to these fools that hate your country. LeBron James doesn't like you. And he'll take every nickel from you and then spit in your face after taking it. I have no sympathy for this guy who made millions off us and then spits on us. If you want my real thoughts on LeBron James, go back and watch the two episodes we did on him. You don't want to hear it again. Frankly, I'm tired of looking at him. So let's get into the last article of this Tuesday. It's a gateway pundit article. You're nothing but a stooge. Ouch. CNN's Brian Stelter goes on c-span this guy is such an embarrassment i can't watch the tv when he's although he's almost never on my tv but when i see him i get i get nauseous callers chew him up and spit him out hack <laughs> i love gateway funded hack reporter brian stelter went on cnn to promote promote his new book on fox news and president trump he was wanting to promote his book but did not expect this so let's play the clip so this is a tweet from Tim Graham. Oh, Brian Stelter did not have a pile of fans calling into C-SPAN today. This man really brought the pain. So let's play this clip. It is two minutes long. Let's hit it. So this is a clip from CNN. Excuse me, the Washington Journal. When uh, he would, on, on C-SPAN, when Brian Stelter was trying to sell his book. Let's see what the caller had to say. Two minutes long. Let's hit it talk about how many times Trump has lied, I've calculated that I think with your Chirons, with, you know, I don't know if there's any journalists left at CNN, but I know that, you know, if I were to estimate about 300 different, you know, distortions or misinformation that we get out of CNN, and you have to watch them in the airport, which is harsh, but if you added all that up to 46 months, it comes out to be 300,000 plus 
distortions of truth. So my thing is here is that you guys, this is how low you'll go, is that you went out and you made, you made lies and you, uh, you defamed a child. And then you had to settle out of court to pay this child for distorting information about this young individual. Tell so I would say, you know, if anything that's happening at CNN and anybody who buys your book, it's... <laughs> I had a faucet. For those of you listening, and you can't see Brian Stelter's face, he's just stoic, just looking, just looking tough through the camera. <laughs> this guy is just whipping him, whipping him. Really just one of those things that is dividing our nation. And I don't believe in dividing our nation. It hurts our great nation. And so CNN is really the enemy of the truth. And that's my opinion. Thank you. Brian Stelter. I, I'm grateful for the call. And I know that you're not the only person that feels this way. There has been a process of radicalization that's happened in this country with media bashing that is absolutely unprecedented. You know, 20, 30 years ago, conservatives talked about media bias. And there were some really valid points to that critique. Uh, it is absolutely true that lots of journalists are based in New York and Washington. They're based in big cities. They have liberal leanings. And ma mainstream newsrooms are, are built to make sure that that bias doesn't seep into the news coverage. And yet, sometimes it does. I, I absolutely acknowledge that. I think it's different to talk about uh, things as if they're enemies. No American is an enemy of another American. No news outlet is an enemy. Really? Of America. Really? That totally contradicts CNN on a daily, nightly basis. They constantly paint that uh, anyone who likes Trump is a racist, fascist, homophobic, xenophobe. All the, all the words are smelly, they're stupid, they're deplorable, they're racist, all these white people don't like black people, black people, blah, blah, blah. They constantly race bait and everything else. And of course, what's the first thing Mr. Stelter did? He tried playing the victim. Give me a break. This guy is a joker and funny. He doesn't act all unhinged on C-SPAN. What does he change his uh, personality for C-SPAN? Versus normal ranting and raving that he does on CNN. See, this guy's a chameleon. This guy's a fraud. All calm and cool, trying to play like the callers, the nut job. Oh, the enemy of the people. He's right. The, most of the press now is the enemy of the people. They're there to be a median. A gateway to get the answers for the people, not take the side of the enemy, which are, unfortunately, a lot of the politicians. Have. They're just talking heads now, and they're pushing the agenda. These far lefties. They're not supposed to do that. They're not supposed to do that. They're supposed to protect us, but nope. Nope. Not anymore. Not anymore. So, had to leave off with a little bit of a cheery, a little, <laughs> a little bit of a cheery subject there. I hope your Tuesday is going well. And I look forward to seeing everyone tomorrow on a beautiful Wednesday. Stay safe, Patriots. See you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Catch a new episode of Just Say It every Monday through Thursday. Available on YouTube and every major podcast platform. Got something to say? Meet other Patriots and join the conversation at jsipodcast.com.